Grant, we hope that you put in that last segment from 435 for an Emmy. Or Gracie. A Gracie. Four, 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 Leslie hour, Miller was here for a while. We learned. Four, yeah, Lori had no idea when I, we started talking about a brand of glasses. I, I, I was, I was, I would think, kind of helping translate, too, because other people <laughs> had to have been as confused as me. Sipbetter.com. Leslie is so great. Her oh, wine club wonderful. is so great. And remember, it. Uh, Grant set up the link. Yep. You can go to Lori and Julia's show page. Yeah. And if you put in the promo code MYTALK, you get two free bottles yeah. of wine. Which is so cool. Yeah. That was hysterical. Mm-hmm. She's nice about, she knows everything, but she's very nice about it. About like how ignorant ed- people are. Yeah, how uneducated yeah. we are. Mm-hmm. And, oh gosh! And uh, we had another uh, emailer come in. Sipbetter.com, yep. I believe, is yep. the website. Yep. So uh, Jennifer, if you're asking, it's S-I-P. the wine club is sipbetter.com. That's where you can go, or just go to the Lori and Julia show page. It's right there. It's right there. And Grant, someone wants to buy because we did it's a wonderful life. The live broadcast here on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Is it rebroadcasting? Yes, it's going to be rebroadcasting on Christmas Eve from six to nine. And is it in a podcast form that people could listen? to afterwards um not as of right now but i can ask b arthur about that and i will make an announcement tomorrow i will put right, a note i'm down, gonna send you this note send me that note and i will make sure to make that announcement tomorrow if we can put it out as a podcast after the christmas eve because we want people to tune i kind of think the, it's fun to make people listen to live radio because yeah. that's what we do every day here yeah we want them to listen yeah, to the christmas I, I agree. eve so that's it if if it will be it'll be after christmas eve got it got it got it yep because Lorene, mm-hmm. only live can have, you know, people don't call in on the right time. We don't give numbers right. We don't do this right. We don't do that right. But someone has done something pretty amazing today and pretty freeing. And we've been talking about how gorgeous Oprah Winfrey has oh. looked oh, yeah. on the color purple red carpets and out doing all the press. And she's lost. All I the- thought she had a breast reduction. That- and we I wondered if she was on Ozempic like a month ago. And you're like, no, she's well, Weight Watchers. The, she owns Weight Watchers, and part of what Weight Watchers did, I think, in August, is they said we are going to have now a doctor's part of it. If you want to use these weight loss drugs like Wagovi, Ozempic, we are going to have a doctor available to facilitate that. But she came out with a really big, bold statement today that I think everyone is like, yes. Thank you, Oprah. Because she's on the rounds for the color purple. I mean, we had her absolute... Drew Barrymore interviewed her yesterday or oh. two days ago and held her Remember hand. Remember how when she started and I said she was so over eager, it made me anxious. Now she was so she was so syrupy with Oprah, it made me. I think I got hives from watching it. I think a lot of people did. So she was on the Drew Barrymore show, and Drew they were sitting on a couch next to each other, and Drew held Oprah's hand like right up next to her cheek and rubbed it up, the to, in- up to her face, yeah. breathing on her hand while they were talking and rubbing it back and forth like something you would do to, to somebody, a dog, to a dog or a small child, knew really well, a lover. Very intimate, very intimate. Not on national TV. She was just so syrupy, but uh, I don't think this is a deflection on that because Oprah also said it didn't bother her. Yeah. She would never. She knows Drew forever. Same thing, but she's getting asked. It's being an open secret. Wow, Oprah, who's been the yo-yoist of dieters, is she on Ozempic? Because it feels like everyone in Hollywood or any housewife or anybody who suddenly gets thin. I mean, Sharon, I mean, people use it and it's noticeable. It works. But they all say, 
it's exercising. It's my Peloton. Yeah, uh, Jerrica Jane. Uh, it's menopause. I've lost weight and gotten shape miraculously. The only woman in all of the world. But she confirmed that uh, she said uh, she's told people um, that yes, she's using the fact. There's a medically. Here's what she said. There's a medically approved prescription for managing weight. And staying healthier in my lifetime feels like rede- like relief, like redemption, like a gift, and not something to hide behind and once again to be ridiculed for. I'm absolutely done with the shaming from other people and particularly myself, and I use it as I feel I need it as a tool to manage not yo-yoing, which is what... Yes. And she goes on to say Many that. Many people yes, yes. have that... Uh, yes. And... Obesity is a disease. It's not about willpower. And right. people judge fat people. I mean, we've seen people put on the fat suit. Who did that famously and went out? And a beautiful woman, blonde, did this a couple of years ago. And they're like, you are treated so horribly yeah. and invisible. Mm-hmm. So she she had admitted that she even thought it was taking the easy way out. So I, when Oprah owns Ozempic, now all these other people, they don't need to hide behind it because I know a couple people who are using it who I have been worried to death were going to have heart attacks. Mm-hmm. And it's because they can because they were so large. So large. Yes. So large. Their doctors were so worried about how overweight on the verge of diabetes, right. if not diabetic. Yeah. And really um it is kind of can be a vicious cycle, you know, for people. And now the weight is is coming off and they're it's it's such a relief I mean, people to people are, in the family. It's such a relief yeah. to people who have had someone in, that they love who's mm-hmm. extremely overweight because yeah. it's, it's... It's not good for your body no. either, the yo-yo. No, no. it's not. It's no. real hard on a lot a lot of things. Organs. Organs and, and everything. So when yeah. Oprah is O-O-O and for Ozempic, yeah. all these housewives and all these other people can... Just they can come out of the closet. Well, they're working on a study right now, the FDA, to show the benefits that it has for your overall health. Like yeah. when you like like we were just talking about, just losing weight in general, how yeah. much benefit how much benefit that has for your body. Right. Just like, you know, if you take a blood pressure medication, it has benefits for your body. But right now this is considered a cosmetic drug. Right. Which mm. it's not covered under a company policy. Oh. So they're trying right now the FDA yeah. to make this something that would be then covered well. and you're not paying Fifteen hundred dollars a shot. You got Oprah being out loud, and I agree. I agree. Thank you, Oprah. And she went on to say, you know, because if you think of your joints when you're extremely overweight, your knees, your ankles, everything, everything, Everything. surgeries on all those things. I mean, this like like, there the evidence is there. The evidence is there. Yeah. It's and awesome. they are saying, and the big study came out like two weeks ago that it is good for your heart. Oh, mm-hmm. my grandma Fudge would have loved this. She so absolutely hated yeah. dieting. She just yep. hated yep. it. And her yep. doctor was always after her to lose like 30 pounds. She just would have been, she would have found this to be a marvelous time to be alive. Right. And she's, and here's you know, what she, Oprah says is, um, she just said after knee surgery, she started hiking, mm-hmm. setting new distance goals, going like 10 miles straight up a hill, you know, oh, her and Gail, because Gail looks great too. Yeah, yeah, Gail yeah. I wonder if she was ozempic I don't know. I, yeah. I don't care anymore. Yeah. And she and she says, I eat my last meal at four o'clock. I think oh. to myself, I start my first meal at two. I wish I had your time. Oh. And she drinks a gallon of water a day. She yeah. uses the Weight Watchers principle right. of counting points. That sounds so exhausting. And... Um, 
she felt so long she had to, had to prove she had the willpower. But, you know, Weight Watchers does offer this doctor-assisted piece, too. Yeah. So she's... I'm I'm all for it. She's 17. She looks absolutely dazzling. She's told everyone... Okay, so she is making the round. She was on Sherry Shepard today. She gave Sherry Shepard the highest compliment. You know, just look at you in your own space, doing a show, doing the show. You know, really, she's so... So nice to Drew Barrymore yes. yesterday, even though Drew was so syrupy and so, you know, all, kind of physically all over her. And then also leaned back and said maybe the fakest thing I've ever heard anyone say. Why, you're just like a human, the best human thought bubble ever in the world. Drew said that. Yeah. You're going to like her again. No, 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 no. I'm not I'm not saying that, but the, the syrupiness has driven me away forever. I think that and the writer's thing. And I just, I can't, it's all giving me too much anxiety. I'm just going to stick with Jennifer Hudson and Sherry. And of course, and you know, who was on Jennifer Hudson today? Uh, I DVR'd it, but I haven't watched um, it. You're gonna, Oprah was on no, Sherry. No, 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 no. Our gal, Melissa Peterman. Oh yes. Yes. I think she was on Jennifer Hudson. She was today. on. Yeah. I think she was actually on earlier in the week. Okay. But she was on, yeah, so yeah, if yeah. you have it, I mean, that is so exciting. You can see her on demand, but, and of course... She's having a banner year, yeah, Melissa. But anyway, it is good for you, Oprah, and I'm glad she's speaking out about it, and I'm and glad... And she's telling everyone to wear purple to the color purple. I love that. Yeah, and she said it's not a rebake of the movie she was in, the Spielberg. It's a... It's the Broadway musical adaptation turned into a movie. Got it. I didn't know that. Either did I. I never even saw the first one. Right. But so I mean, I remember what that. a big hit that was on oh. Broadway. I mean, people that would just, and they had stars starring in it. Oh, yeah, they did. But you Steven know. Spielberg was on the red carpet. Yeah, and- because I'm sure he's an executive producer. But so it's not the movie. So if you've seen the movie and you're like, oh, you know, you're seeing the musical brought to life on the big screen. And Taraji P. Henson was on with Stephen Colbert last night. And she's, she's so, so cute. delightful. She had on the coolest tie-in skirt I've seen in a long time. She's gorgeous. She's looking real good. She really is. Grant, how are you feeling about um, the dirtlet? I've got some good stuff. got some good dirty dirt? It's going to be a lot of, like, what's popular watching. Somebody made a remark about what Julia Roberts said on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah, all right. We've got some Critics' Choice Awards. Nice. A lot to get to. All right, and also we have wild tickets to give away later in our show. Ah, I forgot. Here are tickets for next uh, Thursday, which is... The 21st mm-hmm. of December, when the Wild play against Montreal. We'll be doing that later in our show. And just a reminder tomorrow, we are out at Hammernicks in Hudson live. Yes, yes. From three to six. And that's right off 94 mm-hmm. in Hudson, right when you go across the river. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for MSP Airport and MSPAirport.com. I'm telling you, uh, download the app or go to the website. They have absolutely all your information there right now at your fingertips. You can pre-book your parking. The and it goes through the end of December. There's dynamic parking. The earlier you book it, the more money you could save per day. So if you know you're going out of town at certain dates, get in on that one. Also, all um, they told us that there's a new p- place to pick up for app-related. Rides, Right. It's not above the taxis anymore. It's below. It's below the taxis at Terminal 1. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good to know. And also just 
How many great, gorgeous shops there are and restaurants there to eat? We love getting there early. I walk around there and I'm always delighted by the new artwork or a new, you know, a someone's new- playing the piano or there's a new place to shop yeah. or buy food. Oh, we can have a drink here. I've always wanted to go to this restaurant. Scott's for a This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Graham, what kind of dirty dirt do you have for us today? Yes, let's start out with a little bit of a continuation of Julia Roberts. I believe we played the audio yesterday for you guys when she talked with Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live about what uh, movie she would like to do a sequel of. Oh, yeah. Right? You know, and she she referred to the 1997 amazing movie My Best Friend's Wedding. Right. Dermont Mulroney, he has come out to say some words on this, and <laughs> he said uh, he would. He says I'm in. He said, "Yeah, oh my got, best friend's wedding, yes, my best Dermot friend, Dermont Mulroney, yeah, the the guy that you yeah, know, the best my friend. boyfriend, yeah, yeah." So he said, "I'm thrilled to hear that Julia's finally, you know, coming to her senses. <laughs> you know, I would love to work with her any day of the week, month, or year. She is absolutely amazing. Just a little fun that he had when he was uh, on a podcast. It's so. not a bad idea. If I, were, I, I would watch that sequel. So would I with Kimmy with Cameron Diaz." With um our our English man Rupert Everett, Rupert Everett. you know he'd do the job. I, I we just need a script. Dion Warwick was in it. Yes, he was having lunch at the seafood place. I mean, that one would work. It I would. would mm-hmm. I would completely agree with yep. you guys yeah. on that one. Uh, let's get to some of the Critics' Choice Awards, and I'm going to stick to some of the big names here because there's a lot going on. But it is definitely a Barbie's. A Barbie Awards world for the Critics' Choice Awards. Uh, Greta Gerwig's billion-dollar sensation leads the Critics' Choice nominations for film with uh, record-breaking 18 nominations. It is the most of any film in the organization's 29 years. Isn't that amazing? I I want Barbie to win basically everything. everything. I I really do. I'm so sick of all these other things that are surefire. I just want the movie that was... The most original, made the most money more than ever, an iconic character with a most brilliant script and because looking at Barbie through the eyes of how girls played with Barbies and the whole world of Barbie and... Uh, and finally, know. America Ferrera got some yeah. love. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And, and we have um, Ryan Gosling. She's supporting actress, yes. American Fair. Yeah, so among the mentions for some of these were Best Picture, uh, Director, Actress being Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. Supporting Actor being Ryan Gosling, mm-hmm. uh, Supporting Actress, America Ferrera, and three of the original songs, Dance the Night, I'm Just Ken, and What Was I Made For, are also all okay. up for nominations. Okay, is it... I'm just Ken, right? I'm just. It has to be. It has to be. But I feel like dance the night away. They're going to take votes away from each other, and something else is going to win. Yeah. Well. But I want. I I I sure hope some of these songs are going to be nominated for Oscars and be performed at the Oscars. That would be awesome. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's good. So 18 nominations. The next closest one to that, and it's 29 years. Obviously, everything, everywhere, all at once, and the shape of the water landed 14 during their respective years. So Critics' Choice is kind of, though, because both those movies did very well at all the award shows. They did. So the Critics' Choice Awards will be presented live on January 14th at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern on the CW. We're going to have two weeks of back-to-back award shows, the Globes and the Critics' Choice. Yes, yes. Uh, We've got to get to some Tiffany Haddish news. She is set to release a tell-all book. 
Obviously, she's had some struggles lately, two DUIs. We talked about this recently, but this tell-all book will be called I Curse You With Joy, which I kind of think is a great name. Mm -hmm. The following, uh, it's going to follow her turbulent year in which she was arrested for DUI two separate times. The book will be released in May, May 7th of 2024, and it is touted as a journey of self-discovery and celebration and promising to showcase the good, the bad, the ugly, and of course, the funny of Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany, girl, I just want you to like fit, get them things figured out. This just happened. Yeah, you're right. Back I, to I back. Feel, I mean, she was found. I mean, she was passed out blocking a road yeah. in her car. I know. This it, was last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's I like mean, maybe the book has weekend. been in the works, but it seems like it's got more work to, like, there's... It feels it feels like premature. awkward timing awkward right now to come yes. out with everything that's just happened to her recently. Yeah, just yeah. figure... Maybe uh, we need some healing yourself, and then we... Just add a yeah. new section. Take some time, then the redemption to her. Well, maybe. Yeah. not I even mean, redemption, but just just take some time feels, to figure out she feels vulnerable. Thank okay. you. That's yeah. a great word. Great Lauren. way to put mm-hmm. it. She's, yep, and she wants to get it out there. Absolutely. So Haddish told People Magazine about the book that it's a collection of essays, stories, and that she is so excited to share her roller coaster of success that I've been with all this the time. Book, the Hollywood speak is this book is already done. Good point. Yeah, this is if it's a, if it's a story and essay book, it's already done. Yes, that that's true. Now, uh, this is a just a kind of fun little piece of um, a Hollywood memorabilia that could be yours. The dress that Judy Garland wore as Dorothy in the original Wizard of Oz film could be well, it's going to be set off to off to off to auction after a federal judge dismissed a lawsuit challenging ownership of the iconic blue garment oh. costume. So a New York federal judge ruled that the dress worn by Garland was, in fact, owned by the Catholic University of America, who was set to sell it back in May of 2022. But Barbara Hartkiff said that her family owned the costume since it was gifted to her uncle. But like I said, a federal judge has granted the church the ability to sell this at auction, and I think we're going to see that happen soon. The family never agreed with Uncle Bob's giving the dress to the unit. They <laughs> wanted to sell it and make the money. Yep. But yeah. he really did gift it in the correct way, mm-hmm. the proper legal way. Yeah. They challenged the will. Right? You can't, if it's and a- I don't know, like, did they have, like, would they make four or five of every kind of view yes. or a lot yes. of that? Yeah. Yeah. There's but no- I think there were only like three pairs of the ruby red slippers. Mm hmm. You think there are five, Larry? There are five, definitely five. All right. And just, we don't know where they and, are. And maybe the dress, the dress, I wouldn't be surprised if it was five, because she was in that dress, the whole thing, there might have been ten. That's right. She was. She never wore anything else. Right. Yeah, true, very mm-hmm. true. Well, let's round this uh, dirt alert up here with some Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey news, giving a big shout out to the one and only Taylor Swift, and I have to mention Jason Kelsey's wife, Kylie Kelsey, because... They are right now the two most selling jerseys in football, Jason and Travis Kelsey. And on their podcast this Wednesday, which I was listening to, oh my gosh. Jason and Travis both said, hey, they, shout out to Taylor. Shout out to Kylie. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be number one right now. They're number yeah. one on Spotify. Yeah. They're number one on Apple. Wow. It, yeah. it, it's, it's That's growing. a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that they're just giving the love to the people that got them there. Absolutely. Yeah. You mean the person? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Not to, yeah, you're right. You're nice to include Kylie, but you know, let's be real. (laughs) You're right. You're right. It's the Taylor Swift effect. (laughs) Thank you for the correct. Hey, everybody! It's Lori and Julia here for Hammer Nixon Tearing. 
Floor Solutions. And just a shout out, tomorrow we are going to be at um, Hammernix in Hudson. We cannot wait. And today's date is the 13th. You have until the 17th. If you are trying to get in new flooring before the holidays, you purchase it by the 17th. They can get it installed to your home by the holidays, which is excellent. Amazing. And, you know, if you haven't been to the new Hammernix in Hudson, we can't wait to see you tomorrow because it is... A beautiful new store, um, you, beautiful lighting. Beautiful. You'll see flooring and carpet has come a long, long way. And if they you haven't have, been somewhere for a while the, to look at it. The carpeting vault. Yes. Um, vault. Vault. And they have all this. They also have huge rolls of discount carpeting if you're looking for that. But they have beautiful hard surfaces. They have tile. They have countertops. They've got it all. We cannot wait. Santa might be joining us tomorrow at Hammer, Nixon, Hudson. We'll see you then. Vintage. Quite the scandal. Quite the scandal. Well, this one was kind of an easy week just because um, I I have to say I did uh, obsessively read a lot of things about the, you know, Ryan O'Neill passing, different obituaries, you know, revisiting different stories and just about, you know, really what a career he's had and also what a deeply flawed man Deeply he was flawed. and by his own admission yes, and from yes, his yes, children yes. and stuff and keep waiting for you to get to the Barbara Streisand point I, where she talks about Ryan O'Neill and the two amazing It's going to be movies. so far away. Okay, so, but one of the things in reading about Ryan O'Neill and I remembered this because um, a year ago um, uh, no, I guess it was la- yeah, last February Ryan O'Neill, he was on Instagram he and he didn't post a lot, but he, you know, and a lot of younger people knew who Ryan O'Neill was because he was on Bones. Yeah, you know, if yeah. they watched that with their parents or mm-hmm. grandparents. And anyway, he posted a photo of Farrah Fawcett, star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and he just said, "My forever Valentine." And it was almost you know fifteen years since she had passed mm-hmm. in two thousand and nine. But it made me think about you know the oft repeated story that how Ryan O'Neill met Farrah Fawcett and stole her away from Lee Majors is that... The $6,000 man, if yes. people are listening from that generation. In the late 70s was that Lee Majors had called up Ryan O'Neill and said, I'm going out of town to shoot a movie. Please entertain Farrah Fawcett while I'm gone. And that has been kind of the urban legend that's happened. Oh, my God, Lee Majors, he, one of the most irresistibly handsome men in 1979... You invite to babysit your wife? Are you right. kidding me? Here is the story okay, of Ryan O'Neill, Farrah Fawcett, and Lee Majors. Okay, because you could put this in a love triangle that could be would be similar to what Jennifer Aniston, Brad, and Angelina. Okay, it was worldwide. It was in the National Enquirer. It was. Huge news because you had Farrah Fawcett, Charlie's Angel, Lee Majors, her husband. Six million dollar man. Who's older than she is mm-hmm. by, you know, 15 years at least. And a top show at the top time. Top show at the time. And then Ryan O'Neill, who is at the top of his movie star game in the 70s. And but the and so the unpredictably unpredictability of love and lust. And the loins of people who are dying to rub them together. 
Honestly. Honestly. I couldn't see you for a second. I thought you left the room and I'm like, I know. I'm I'm only getting into my romance. Unbelievable. But anyway. (laughs) Oh, that's Callie's convict. Yeah, that's Back back to the show. They wanted to rob an intrigue and fascinate each other. Or you should have wrote for Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes, yes, you should have. But here's the deal. (laughs) This is the story. So Ryan O'Neill... In, actually introduced Farrah Fawcett to Lee Majors. So here's what happened. So Ryan O'Neill, at the time, in the 60s, he is a rising star in the entertainment industry. He's in Peyton Place. He does love stories. He cross, He meets the stunning Farrah Fawcett, who many, many people of that time would say was the most sexy, gorgeous woman in person they'd ever Number seen. Number one in selling life. poster of her in the red bathing suit yeah. with the nipples. And so they they met like when she first moved to Hollywood and he was smitten by her, but he was also smitten by a lot of other women. Plus, he was married and uh, his close friend, Lee Majors, um, was already a very prominent figure in the entertainment industry because of the success of the six million dollar man. And Orion O'Neill introduces Farrah. To Lee Majors, mm-hmm. even though he was secretly infatuated with her himself, and bad timing for him. Bad timing, but uh, what's his name? Lee, Lee Majors. Majors had just an instant. Chemistry. I must have this one. Yes, yeah, yes. they and she had it back for him, mm-hmm. and so he decided he just kind of step aside, and she started dating Lee Majors, and it was a by all accounts. Blazing fire between yeah. Lee Majors and Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, we're one. The chemistry was undeniable. Uh-huh. They played tennis together all the time. They were on shows together. They, they had covers of People magazine. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, they're meant to be together. And he was just like 14 or 15 years older, so it didn't feel creepy. Right. And O'Neill just watched as the woman that he realized he loved fell in love. And so it took an unexpected turn when... Farah was just like, we're marrying, and they got married rather quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a whirlwind romance, and he just had to accept it, you know, Ryan O'Neill. And he and Lee Major's relationship started fracturing. He right. c- couldn't deal with it. He can't, he just couldn't believe it. So it was strained. The tension was, pal- you know, kind of palatable between the two of them. But then... As Lee Majors and Farrah Fawcett, after they'd been married, I don't know if it's two or three years, they're like, they are missing their mutual friend, Ryan. Ryan comes over for dinner, and he gets a sense, now this is what he writes in his book, that maybe things were not copacetic. Got it. He'd sense tension, uh-huh. and Lee mistook the gregarious Friends getting back together. Farrah cooked. Apparently, she had a couple Texas specialties. And yeah. They had fun, and they probably drank too much like people did. And, you know, um, it's the and 70s. Mm-hmm. There might have been something else. Who knows? But um, Lee says, to after they, you know, they've kind of reconnected, I am going to film this movie, and I would like it if you would just keep Farrah... So she doesn't get bored because Lee Majors, because he was 15 years older yes, or whatever, yes. he was old-fashioned, and he felt 
that Farrah should stay at home and play little wifey. Well, she's like only in her, you know, some 20 something. Mm-hmm. But he would be OK if one of his friends escorted her out to a club at the Sunset Strip or something. Sure. Or to the Copacabana, or what, sure. what would be the place, the Brown Derby, the Brown Derby. something like that, mm-hmm. or maybe even Dan Tana's. So, um, <laughs> you know, because that was I'm around. watching Grant. Oh, no. face. Yeah. Is he saying all these things? Well, maybe. Well, no, Dan I don't think so. I'm talking about Copacabana. long-time Hollywood. You know, places with little booths and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so... He took her out to see a musician at a place on the Sunset Strip. And when they met up, as he told the L.A. Times, we sat and kissed and kissed and kissed until oh our God. lips were bloody. I could have gone on kissing her for a year. And the very next night, they slept together. And that was it. The oh. marriage blew up. Lee Majors yep. found out it was... How mad would you be at your friend? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not what you do. But not a they, friend anymore. They kissed and kissed. You know, sometimes there is that chemistry. You you're like magnets. But she was married to someone else, his Julia, best friend. Haven't you ever been, you Carol know, Larry, you know what it happens? This these things happen. These so things what happen. happens? Did Lee Majors and Ryan O'Neill ever make up? No. Did Farrah Fawcett and Lee Majors ever make up? No. Okay. They never had kids. They never needed yep. to. And I then mean, immediately Farrah went and lived with him. Yeah. It was just, she I said, I couldn't think about anything. We couldn't think about anything. Things weren't well until uh, Valentine's uh, 1997. She got to their Malibu beach house and he was banging some little uh, 22 year old actress from one of his movies. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they broke up, but then they got back together and they, they were on again, off again until she died. And they her, stayed together after she forgave him. And after, her dearest friend was Rod Stewart's ex-wife, Alana, Alana Stewart. Stewart. And they, she said they were mad for each other. And Alana went with Farrah when she had the the fanny cancer. She went to Switzerland with her. On when a she reality would, show. Yep, when she was trying to do all yeah. these procedures. But they, it it shocked people. I just, that's an that was Angelina Jan. Yep. That it happened for that time. You had all these... You can get into the Richard Burr. I mean, there's a ton. That's a good one, Lori. Yeah, I'm glad was, we thought of that one. That he was a, a he one. was a dog from the beginning of time, and but- he was divorced and single for five years. So he had some time um, uh, to like date around and I stuff like that. I've got one like last that. thing because we're way over time. Okay. There's one last thing to not forget about Ryan O'Neill when he tried to hit on his daughter that oh, he didn't at know a funeral. was at a funeral. He hit on Tatum O'Neill. Oh, God. You know, I didn't know it was his daughter. Well, she did have a hat and sunglasses on, and she's got (laughs) real nice legs. He didn't recognize her from behind. It can happen. I could see my dad doing this to me at a funeral. Honest to God. Honest to God, the zipper would do this if he he didn't have his glasses on. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. All right, we've had a day. It's been a day. Tomorrow, we're going to Hammernecks and Hudson. Can't wait. We're super excited. I did just get freshly blonded. Is so, that what's happening? I also today? have Pamela Barbie in today, so maybe that's just get, bringing the blonde hard to me today. Because I was, it was a hard blonde show. It was a hard blonde show, but a good blonde show. I think so. We read the best book, The Other Mothers, by Catherine Faulkner. Mm-hmm. We think it's going to. We pretty sh- sure it's going to be made into a made-for-TV series. I think Reese is optioning it because it gave me. Shades of reading Big Little Lies. She already said she's working with someone, so it's yeah. happening. The other thing, Leslie Miller was on her website and store, our Sip Better. The website is sipbetter.com. She's got a great wine of the month club. 
You can sign up today or for the next two days. If you go to sipbetter.com and enter in the promo code MYTALK, you get free two free bottles of wine. And um, and wild tickets for the rest of the week we're going to be giving away. Lori yeah. wants you to note the beautiful picture of Jennifer Lopez that well, Grant has posted. You know, I mean, if... If anyone is looking for an idea for a pose, I mean, J-Lo has worn a... She's just... She looks so cute. She matches her Christmas tree. She's a brocade. Anyway. That's posted also. That's posted. um, Maestro. I'm happy looking at that today. It was on on the J-Lo. It was on the J-Lo. On the J-Lo. And we have a notable life, okay? This was uh, in the Star Tribune today. uh, John... How do I say his last name? Romarchek. Romarchek, who was he passed away at the age of eighty four. Uh, he he basically this. It was a restaurant tour. In- yeah, the North Loop and Saint Anthony, Maine. He was a uh, he died at home of cancer. He was eighty four, but he bought his first restaurant when he was twenty five, called the Peacock Cafe, the Star Tribune, and the Pioneer Press. Both Beautiful. had great stories Tribute. about him, but. If you've ever been to Dinky Town, Annie's Parlor, the Monte Carlo, Prochna on Main, Rachel's the, Dirty Face Hamburgers, Cafe Havana, which we yes, love, the Kitty Cat Club, the uh, he bought the Convention Grill, and that is coming back. His son said he really wanted to live to see that reopen because the Convention Grill in Edina has been closed since. 2020, Monte Carlo, parked on Maine. He oh, added the dry wub wings. Which that, we love. Okay? Uh, at the Monte was, Carlo. At the Monte Carlo, because he was trying to get away from the messy buffalo thing. And, and, yeah, Runyon's. Yeah, and, but when he bought the Monte Carlo, I mean, it was like desolate. Yep. There was nothing there, so he revitalized the area. And at one point, he was... Uh, he did magic and comedy. He was the DJ under the name DJ Johnny Vincent. He had quite a You'd life. always see him in the restaurants. And he collected stuff from restaurants. I guess he bought the bar from Charlie's Cafe Except, Exceptionnel. Charlie's, it was Charlie's Exceptionnel. Exceptionnel. He, he kept that. He had a 20,000 square foot warehouse of saving restaurant stuff. I'm pretty That's sure awesome. Charlie's mm-hmm. Exceptionnel bar is now in, it's in the Minneapolis, Minneapolis Club. Club. It is. I saw it when I was there for Joy Noel's show. He yes. installed it because... He gave it to them because he'd been a member since he was 18. I love that. That's such a lovely club. Yeah, and he worked in restaurants since he was 12 years old. He was just really something. I mean, Runyon's and, I mean, Rick Nelson was interviewed. Wings. He said he he invested in the North Loop before anyone called it the North Loop. Because Runyon's was just kind of all alone. And then what was the one, two down with the meat? What was that great corner bar? Well, it's still there. J.D. Hoyt's. J.D. Yes. Hoyt's yeah, is amazing. Oh, my God. Runyon's wings, though. Oh. Runyon's were the wings. We hung out there all the oh, time. Yeah. And then Bunkers. Fresh and squeeze, then... grapefruit juice and in. Yeah, Bunkers and Monte Carlo. And then um, three beautiful girls and one, or three ugly girls and one beautiful one or whatever that strip joint is. Three beautiful girls and one ugly one. Is that the name of it? I don't know. You Deja mean Vu? right next to J.D. Hoyt? Yeah, no, Deja, Deja Vu is owned De- by that. Yeah, yeah. well, the choice was right back there, but that's no longer around anymore. Oh, maybe yeah. that's not. That's the one across from Sex World? Yeah, that yeah. one shut down during the pandemic. No, the one that's uh, below J.D. Hoyt's. It was on that side. Oh, well, that's think, right. That's, that's not. I Deja that Vu was right was next to that. Hephaestus, or how you ever say that name? I don't know. I think. Spearmint Rhino is across yeah, the way whatever. from Target Field. All right, whatever. <laughs> Let's talk about I know too much. 
preserved landmark. Right, he really did. A lot of people in the Twin Cities, you know, knew him, and he was just uh, just quite a cat, quite a guy. So. And really, those restaurants were where we and grew still up. are. I still love going to the Monte Carlo. Mm-hmm. Are you oh, kidding love. me? But back in the day, this oh. is all we hung out. Mm-hmm. All we did was that street. Yeah. Pretty much. And it, we, we kind of liked it because it was kind of gritty. You could just it walk was. and there was always And Sex World was right there, so it was kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. It was. Yeah, let's go in. I know. All right. So tonight on the Two Brews, What's if on? anyone's watching anything tonight, um, let's see. Here's one that I thought was kind of funny. On Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, Paula Abdul mm. is going to be on it. She is making the rounds. Mm-hmm. On the, the season finale of the $100,000 Pyramid on ABC, Matt Walsh versus Mayim Ackerman. Remember Malam? Oh, Malin mm-hmm. Ackerman from Billions. A.J. McLean from NSYNC against Howie Maduro. Um, let's see. The Spencer Sisters, are you watching that? I have eight on my DVR. I've watched two, and I enjoyed that, I but I've not gone back to it. I like it. It's their season finale tonight. Okay. Um, Carrie Mulligan on Kimmel, and uh, Jason Momoa on Colbert. Ooh. And Who's um, on Fallon? Timothy Chalamet. Timothy. Timothy is Timothy Chalamet. I loved Hugh Grant saying that. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet. You can just hear him giving him crap about that. Is anyone watching Squid Games? The reality show? Yeah. Grant, why are you watching this? Um, I, My one reality, I, it's Survivor and Big Brother if I have time for that. Or I like right. the old dating shows. You yeah. know, right. That's my thing. You can so. only have so much time. Yeah, really, Lori? I, mean, I used for, to say that to you and you're like, make more time. Well, Ooh. I mean, for the, but like for that show, although I've heard I liked people it. talking about it. I've I watched the first talking, one. But have you gone back? No, I watched it in Montana when I had a little more yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Did you like Salt Lake last night? Uh, I just watched half of it. Casey and I got sucked into some show that's on FX and replays on Hulu. The well, what Murder is at the End of the World. Is that a good one? Well, it takes two episodes to really get it set up, but it's it's a puzzle box crime okay. thriller with alternating uh, solving a serial killer and then fat flash forwarding ten years and being with the billionaires like re- retreat. Fargo was epic. Oh, Fargo! I didn't watch that, so I'll have to watch that. Oh. That show's so oh. good. That's just a great once week show that I always forget is on and don't watch till Wednesday or Thursday. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Grant, are you watching it this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Oh, oh Fargo. Yes, oh, yeah. yes, yes, have yes, you, yes. Wait till you see this week. Mm. I have not seen I this week. I haven't seen it. No, no. It's something. Well, we're going to be on the road tomorrow. Oh, we are. We are. I know. What else? Anybody got anything? I got to bring I'm, some toys. I got to go um, and make a little, you know, swing by and buy some. I'm thinking of tweens. I yes. Mean, it's a, our a Santa. It's a gifts. Santa step tomorrow yeah. when we're at Hammernecks. And, um... I'm hanging out with Tommy Mommies tonight. Shout out to my girls if you're mm. listening. I've got a book club on a book I've never heard of Did and never get, read. Well, you're a perfect candidate to be in a book club. Aren't I, though? Yeah. I'm just like my sparkly personality is going to have to suffice. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> we're going to take, we're going to call the people who are there. We'll be back tomorrow, everyone. Have a great night. Job done. Off you go. <laughs>